We're joined on the start line by Senior Director of Communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, Crackle and Redbox author, speaker, and all-around nice guy, our friend, Chris Wolseley. I am doing fantastic now that I'm in your company. How are you doing? Absolutely great, Chris. Let's go binge-watching Beyond the Mic. You've been working hard trying to binge-watch anything and everything. We all need a good laugh. So I want to know what's the best comedy to watch in the next 30 days. Okay, so one of my favorites right now, and it's because of the cast. This is a spectacular comedy on Redbox, and this is called Permanent, and it is starring arguably one of the biggest names in comedy, at least one of the biggest shows in comedy of of this season, I should say, would be The Office. And it's starring Rain Wilson, who plays, obviously, Dwight on The Office. And it also stars Patricia Arquette, who I think is one of the greatest character actresses uh, of our generation. She's, I, I, back in the day when I was a waiter, I actually waited on her and she's so beautiful in uh, real life. And then you watch her in these movies and she somehow makes, in, in a lot of these anyways, she transforms and you barely even recognize her. She's so glamorous in real life. I think she's just an amazing actress and it's, it's a sweet, kind of a coming of age story and I love I love all comedies but if you can weave kind of a, a heartfelt storyline into a comedy movies like Yesterday I love you know anytime that you can give me quirky characters Rushmore is another one where you have these like very quirky characters and these funny storylines but then there's this sort of undercurrent of reality and characters that you actually care about so this is about a little girl who is starting high school, doesn't look like the other girls, is really awkward, and she's super concerned about the way she looks. So she asks her parents if she can get a permanent. And unfortunately, like a lot of these things, you know, happen, uh, it goes sideways, and she gets this crazy, you know, bouffant. She looks like a, a poodle, which is funny because when I was a kid, my older sister, Kelly, uh, got a permanent that could not have gone worse no no um so i woke up that morning and i went down. what color was it it was bright orange oh uh, no! she was she was a redhead to begin with but then i think they did a tint and it went from being like a subtle like a sandy uh redhead to fire engine red like it it, it was like chernobyl red no and um so i went downstairs and my mom looked at me and said your sister got her hair done last night do not say anything. And I was like, and my mom never talked like that. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is serious. So I'm sitting there eating my Fruit Loops and my sister comes walking down the stairs and, you know, my improv skills kicked in and I turned and looked at her and I said, Kelly, you look beautiful. And of course she burst into tears and went sprinting upstairs and my mom goes, what did I tell you? And I thought I was, giving her a compliment (laughs) that never works with relatives especially younger sisters yeah rarely works but the the beautiful thing about this film is not only is it about the young girl and her struggles uh trying to fit in with the other girls but then you also have rain wilson and patricia arquette are going through their own issues as a couple as a married couple and you know i i remember when i was that age of, of that the young girl seeing some of my friends' parents, and even my parents to a certain extent, uh, struggle with their own issues. And it was it was hard to remember 
parents are people too, and they've got a whole life going on aside from parenting. And this movie does a really good job of sort of weaving all those storylines together. It's really a beautiful film. Friends, I will warn you about one scene. Rain Wilson in a banana hammock, you have been warned. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't unsee that. I can't unsee that. Chris, what's the uh, best action film out right now? Well, the best action film is starring the best action star. So we have San Andreas starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Carlo Gugino from Watchmen. This is just fun Friday night popcorn. If you were looking for a free popcorn flick, this is the one. I mean, he, he plays a search and rescue expert who's up in his helicopter, actually having an argument with his ex-wife when a, a 9.0 earthquake splits the city of Los Angeles down the middle through the San Andreas Fault, and he now has to find his ex-wife and his daughter and rescue them before bad things happen. And it's, it's exactly what you want in an action film. I mean, obviously with, with the rock, uh, you're in good hands. It's just over the top, ridiculous, so fun. The effects are amazing. At one point there's a, a cruise line that gets thrown into a uh, high rise with a tsunami. Like it's, it's bananas. We have Carla and Alexandria Daddario. I mean, she's the daughter that the rock is hunting for and he does it with just one eyebrow raised. (laughs) That is no joke. That is no joke. As we approach October, there is one horror movie we need to see. What is it? So this is one of my, this is one of my favorite movies in general. And, and is probably my famous my favorite horror film specifically. I'm actually not a gigantic horror guy. I used to be. I used to watch them all the time when I was in college. And somehow I just kind of grew out of that. But this is one that I still pop on almost every Halloween. And that is the classic, the John Carpenter classic, Halloween. It's just so fun. And, you know, you're not the only guy that likes to do research. I, I, I like to do research as well. I don't do as much research as you do, but I don't know that there's anyone on the planet that does as much research as you do, Sean. I appreciate that. The the trivia and the and the the background stories of making this movie are actually kind of hilarious. Like obviously Jamie Lee Curtis and uh Donald Pleasance, uh two gigantic names in, in the entertainment industry. Jamie Lee Curtis thought she tanked the audition. And when John Carpenter called her, she thought that he was calling her to tell her that she didn't get the job and then she wow. ended up obviously getting the job. Donald Pleasance apparently enjoyed a glass of wine or two during the day or, or ate by some accounts. What? So apparently that like that big monologue that he has about in the beginning when they go visit the sanitarium and telling the nurse about Michael Myers as they're driving up, uh, apparently he had drank two bottles of wine just before filming that scene. Wow. So next time you watch it, yeah, yeah. But one of the PAs came up to John Carpenter and they were like, just to let you know, Donald just finished two bottles of wine in his dressing room. And so he went up, he actually went up to uh, Donald Pleasance and he said, I can't afford to shoot this scene again. You have got to get it together. And Donald Pleasance was like, it will not be a problem. That's a brilliant scene. Chilling, chilling. And then t- when he jumps up onto the roof of the car, like right as he finishes that speech. Oh, it's so good. Another thing I had never heard of. So Robert England, who was Freddy Krueger was a PA 
a production assistant on Halloween. I read an, an article and he said, the only memory I have was taking bags of painted paper leaves because it was shot in Pasadena in the spring, but it was supposed to be in Illinois in the fall. And there were no leaves because everything was green in Pasadena. So they literally bought bags of paper leaves. Really? And every single location, they would take these bags and Robert England would have to run around the lawns and throw paper leaves on the lawn. But then they couldn't afford to leave them. So he would have to pick them all up afterwards. He was like, I worked so hard for that. Four seventy-five an hour that I was making as a PA. It was ridiculous. I can just see him. Just the reason he got the role of Freddy Krueger. All that pent-up anger and frustration chasing fake painted leaves. Exactly. Yep, yep, for sure. Let's talk about an underappreciated movie. In Australia, it was titled Protect and Serve. In Germany, A Web of Violence. And in the UK, it was titled Bulletproof. Why? Because producers thought nobody outside the U.S. would understand Crown Vic. That's it. I actually got to meet the producers of this film. This was a practical exclusive at one point, and we were doing some PR for them, and they were the nicest guys. I really enjoyed hanging out with them, but it's just, it's just a spectacular film. So it's Thomas Jane and uh, Luke Kleintonk. It's very similar to Training Day which unfortunately I think is one of the reasons that this is an underappreciated movie. Cause I think a lot of people kind of throw it out there as a, as a knockoff of training day, but it's actually really, really good. And the performances are spectacular. And the thing that this movie has that training day didn't is there is a twist in the script that you don't see coming. That is so unbelievably cool and dramatic. And it leads to the whole conclusion of the film I thought it was fantastic. I'm, I'm a, a big fan of both these actors. And uh, for my money, it's, it's two of their best performances. It's just a, it's a spectacular film. And it's sort of just a kind of a peek behind the curtain of what it's like to be a police officer in uh, Los Angeles. It's really gritty. And um, the writing is fantastic. It's Luke Kleintalk's first night. And he's, uh, you're basically doing a ride along with him on his rookie evening and all the insanity that seems like it's unrelated. And then there's this twist later in the script where you see where a lot of this stuff is actually related. It's, it's really good. Crown Vic, you want to check it out. No spoilers here. Not a one. I'm not that guy. It is Chris Wolseley, our friend from Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, Crackle and Redbox. And we're going binge-watching Beyond the Mic. Chris, what's the Crackle TV series of the month? All right. Without a doubt, it's our Crackle original series this month. Cossacks. So this is a original, a fantasy adventure series, and it's unusual for a lot of reasons. First of all, we don't do a lot of fantasy adventure in terms of originals, so this was super exciting for us. But even more exciting is the fact that this was shot in the Ukraine just before the war started, and it has an almost entirely Ukrainian cast. In fact, Several of the of the cast members are actually on the front lines right now fighting to defend their country. And there is one member of the, the cast and crew that can't come back for season two. Yeah, tragically, their stunt coordinator, uh, who also played a, a minor role in the series as well, unfortunately, he was killed in the initial invasion. 
yeah, it's, it's, it's inspirational to watch, not only because what they created is amazing, but also just knowing the background of like what those people are going through now. And we've been in communication uh, with the producers because we uh, are doing a lot of publicity and interviews and things like that. And so she's kind of giving us, you know, day by day updates on what's going on on their end. And it's, it's harrowing to say the least, but this series, this was, I watched, you know, we get a lot of things that come through the pipeline, obviously at, at crackle and Redbox, And this was one that, you know, it just kind of came across my desk. I started watching it and I got 10 minutes into the first episode. And I was like, this is one of the smartest openings to a TV series. I think I've seen in five years. It is so clever. And you know, we've talked about this before. One of, one of the reasons you and I are, are such good buddies is that I'm a big nerd. I'm a fantasy nerd. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Yeah, I'm yeah, guilty. Yeah. I'm a lot of kinds of nerds, but I am a I am a for sure a fantasy nerd. And this is so fun because it kind of takes place in the real world, but there's also these magical elements. So it's about this kind of rakish rogue uh, Ukrainian character, um, and he steals a treasure chest in the opening scenes that belongs to the czar of Russia. And it ends up that this uh, treasure is actually bewitched and it leads him on this series of misadventures. And in the process, he's trying to rescue his mother who has been captured by a group of ne'er-do-wells. And he's got to, he's got to battle these guys in order to, to save his mom and also win the heart of, of the girl that he loves. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful story. So well executed. I can't say enough good things about it. Topics, really good stuff. You want to check that out for sure. Is it subtitled? This is dubbed. Well, no dubbing here beyond the mic. Chris, <laughs> what about the Red Box movie of the month? I'm going to go with Grand Piano. This is really fun. So growing up, I was always a big fan of Brian De Palma. This one is very similar in tone to Brian Palma films. So this is Elijah Wood, starring Elijah Wood, and John Cusack is in this as well. And so Elijah Wood plays a concert pianist. He's considered the kind of the Rachmaninoff of his generation. He's the greatest concert pianist alive. Well, he had a nervous breakdown on stage and like totally blew this huge concert that he was doing. Well, for whatever reason, during his comeback, he feels like he's back in his prime again, he arranges another big concert, walks out on stage, there's thousands of people in the audience, opens up his sheet music, and there's a note inside that says, if you miss one note, I will kill you. And then he looks down, and there's a, there's a laser pointer on his hand. What? And so clearly, somewhere in the arena is a sniper who is threatening his life, and it ends up the sniper is played by John Cusack, and I'm not going to say any more because I don't want to spoil anything, but it's just Spoilers. great kind of a neo-noir. It's, it's, um, it's just a fun thriller. I, I love thrillers and this is just a, a great example of the genre. Now I gave you a challenge this month to find a series with Sydney Sweeney in it. And I've been told you found one. We did. Absolutely. So this is a very fun series. I, uh, I'm a big fan of this. So this is on Chicken Soup for the Soul, and this was originally a Crackle original series. We have two seasons of it. It's called In the Vault, and we thought this was perfect because kids are going back to school, kids are going off to college, 
This is actually a murder mystery that takes place in a college dorm. So there's a college dorm called The Vault, and the first week of school, unfortunately, they find a, a young woman has passed away outside the vault. Can't really tell what exactly happened. They, some people are arguing that it was suicide. Some people argue that it was a murder. Some people argue that maybe she was goaded into doing it. At any rate, she passed away. And now there's investigators who are trying to figure out what exactly happened. And so each week, the show focuses on a different character. And one week, you think that character is the hero. Then the next week, taking the perspective of someone else on the show, that same person looks like maybe they're the killer. It's super fun. It's starring Audrey Whippy from uh, The Thundermans, if you remember that show. Sadie Kawano from Fresh Off the Boat. And uh, as you rightly mentioned, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria and uh, White Lotus and a million other things. It is phenomenal. If you like Riverdale, it's kind of got that vibe. I know what you did last summer or Scream or any of those kind of thriller horror genre flicks. This is maybe the, one of the best TV series in that category. It's really great. Our friend Chris Woolsey goes binge-watching every month, and we have him join us beyond the mic. And Chris, if there is one movie, show, or thing that you are able to see that people must not miss, what is it? I'm going to go with one shot. So uh, this is on Crackle. I love action films. I love, you know, uh, you and I, Sean, we work really hard, and sometimes you just want to put your feet up, and you you just want to watch something that's going to kind of just take you away for a couple hours. And also watching something like this, uh, you feel a little bit better about your week. So one shot is starring Scott Atkins from John Wick uh, chapter four, which uh, just left theaters. Ashley Green from Twilight. Ryan Philippe from Crash. He's got a great cast. They play soldiers in a special forces unit that is sent to a, a Guantanamo type compound to move one of the inmates from one location to another. And when they get there, a group of insurgents attacks the compound in order to try to rescue their comrade in arms who happens to be the same guy that they're trying to move. Great action sequences. I mean, this is one of those films where you just go, oh my gosh, how much money do they spend on this thing? Because, you know, buildings are blown up, cars are flipped. It's, it's exactly what you want in an awesome Friday night popcorn flick. It's time for one big question with Chris Wolseley binge watching beyond the mic. Chris, what's the one thing that you've done in the last month that no one would think you had the talent to do, but you did. I planted a succulent garden for my mom. Oh, <laughs> so nice. So I went up, my mom's backyard was a bit of a mess. Uh, so I went there and dug out this, huge long strip of dirt and hauled it away and then I brought in new soil and then I took her to the nursery and we picked out all the plants that she wanted growing back there and she lives in Sacramento it's, and during the summer it gets to a, on average it's about 1200 degrees outside at any given time and so anything she would plant in her backyard just got scorched and so I was like all right we are going to go and I'm going to have the people at the nursery show us what is indestructible. And then you are going to pick from those plants. And so she did. And, uh, that is what I, that is what I did last weekend. So that was very fun. 
And that's kids is what he did last summer. Senior Director of Communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, the face of Crackle and Redbox, Chris Wolsey. Thanks for going binge watching with us. Sean, it is always my pleasure. Anytime I'm counting the days till I'm coming back. And that, my friends, is binge watching beyond the mic. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app.